We are back. Uh, LeVac and Gaz with you, the Empire pregame show. But because Gaz is in the uh, the Lando Orange out Syracuse way, and I'm here, I actually get to be a part of this show, not just a not just an interviewed guest. So it's kind of it's kind of nice actually to be a part of the show that I started with him. Um, <laughs> It does say Levac and Gaz here on this banner, right? That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. The the Gaz show with a special appearance by Jeff Levac. Um, had a had a, gotta tell you before we get anything else. Great morning. Went and hung out with the junior plainsmen up in uh, up in Clifton Park, the uh, the Shen School District. So Mac and Jack, uh, we had um, our, two of our beautiful empresses there, hanging out, watching some great flag football. Mac and Jack were a hit. The Empresses were a hit, as always. And just a lot of pictures out there, a lot of great people. So thanks to everybody who let us hang out. And um, maybe we'll, maybe we'll uh, you know, invade your territory again. So that was very cool. It was a good day. The, yeah, the future of the Albany Empire. The early scouting for you and Mike Corda and Coach Manalis and anybody else that might have a say in who could be a future Empire player years from now. I, I don't have any say anymore. I, I lost my job today. I got, uh, I got usurped. I got usurped. Really? The greatest villain... In the Levac and Gaz universe, um, you know, pull the pull the fasty on me. And uh, Charlotte von Schiller is now the president of the Empire. She said, "I want to be the president." She looked over at Mike Corda, the owner, and said, "I want to be the president." She goes, "I don't think your guy's doing enough," and uh, he agreed. And now she's president. So, um, so all complaints <laughs> taken to Charlotte von Schiller from here on out, please. The ultimate villain coup d'état. Right? Yeah, That's a, yeah. Easy. I want to be it. Okay, deal. Yeah, I'm not even mad about it. She's like, I'm getting my, I've almost got my doctorate. All these other, she had, she made a strong case, and uh, you know, it was a heel move for sure. Uh, it was like a loser leave town match. I just didn't know I was in it, and uh, this loser had to leave town. So uh, she thinks I'm kidding, but she's in charge now. That's all there is to it. So all complaints, Charlotte von Schiller, right to her, right for to the her. next home game. It's gonna be like Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator, right? Charlotte von Schiller will have the <laughs> thumbs down after a bed. Yeah. I, Tommy Gross, it's a joke. I'm not really. Tommy Gross just put up the side. Face like, 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 I mean, like seriously, I'll let her do the work though. If she wants to do the work, I'm all about handing it over. Cam, Cam swears a lot lately. You know, is that well poop? Um, Cam, on, stop Cam. with the swearing. Cam. It's a fa- yeah. God, you're the good one, man. He gets hurt all the time though. I'm gonna bubble wrap that kid. So, yeah, great time with the junior planes, man. Can't wait to I'll go see them all again. I think their championship is next weekend. So. Maybe you get a chance to go check those guys out and have some fun with them again. So, um, how you doing? How's everything I'm, in uh, Gazi Gazland? I'm doing well. I was excited because I thought we were going to find out on this weekend show. We kicked back a few uh, 90 minutes because of the shout out to all the junior planes and everything else. But uh, it looks like social media, I don't know if our guys putting Cantera got it as well. You've got a big announcement that you and the team at the Albany Empire and Charlotte Van Schiller, I guess, as well, <laughs> shared on social media. She approves. She approves. Okay. Uh, we, we found a very tight window where we could do something that we wanted to do for everybody. We could actually make it happen. So on Sunday, June 26th, the two o'clock kickoff, don't forget the middle light block party with crying out loud starts at noon. Um, we're going to, you know, honor the teams of the past and we're going to drop a championship banner for the 1999 firebirds and for the 2019 empire. Um, they were both, well, the Firebirds banner vanished. We have no idea where it is. We don't know. We don't know who took it. We don't know what. So we, we just got a new one made and no one ever made one for the 2019 team because the AFL went bankrupt. So, you know, I, I convinced 
team owner Mike Corda to uh, you know pony up the dough to make them. And by convinced, I went. He goes, "Do you think anyone will care?" I go, "You care. You're a fan." He goes, "You're right." And so he he made it work. He put it all together. So uh, he is the uh, he's the hero of the story, and I am the villain for a lot of people. I love you with a good tease there. I'm going to get back to that, but I just want to offer a little bit more perspective for people who might not live in the capital region who don't know why this is such a huge, massive deal. Let's start with the most recent Albany Empire Championship, the 2019 one. What you just alluded to is that the AFL folded, and that has been, for three years plus, one of the biggest things that fans continue to bring up in the capital region, that they supported that team in 2017 and 2018. And it was supposed to flip around to the kickoff in 2019 was going to be the uh wait my years are right yeah 2000 2020 i'm sorry 2020 there was going to be a moment where the banner was dropped and everything was going to happen and it never happened right and then 2021 came because COVID was still involved and things didn't happen so for the fans who have been waiting truly three years for that banner drop to happen it is finally happening so that is awesome news i'm so glad you pulled that off for the firebirds where the hell, like you said, where's no, the banner? No idea. No. What the and, hell? And that's like, you know, of course, like, hey, we 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 got these other two banners. We were able to put it together. We're going to do it. We're going to honor the team. We're going to have them all up there. And, of course, like, first, where's the Eddie Brown one? And it's like, honestly, we thought that one still existed. No one can find that either. So that's maybe that's something in the future. Like, I, my window to get these things hung is this week you know, coming up. The, that's that's the only time I was going to be able to get it done. And uh, we didn't know if we'd be able to get it to come together. So the fact that we're getting these ones up there and like a lot of lot of sliding parts for the arena, the, our, our friends over at the MVP arena doing great things to get these done for us. Not cheaply. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's so, so once we found out that, that, that nobody knows where that one is either, now we're, we'll look at that. We'll try to figure that out for the future, but it won't, it's nothing... It's a, it's not as easy. Like I, I think people think it's as easy as, hey, you know what? Next, like this season, let's just do this. It, there's a lot of moving parts. It's very expensive to get the damn things made. It's very expensive to get them hung. Um, I mean, it's because I, I was that guy. You know, I say people think you, you just do it. I was that guy. I was like, yeah, you just do it, right? It's fine, whatever. And then like, I found out all the things you have to do to do it all the people you have to appease to do it, all the people who could still cause an issue, but I'm hoping once they're up there, they won't. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's not, it's, it's not as easy as, Hey, this is the right thing to do. Let's do it. And let's not forget, like, this is a completely different team now. You know what I mean? We're the empire. We, we respect and honor the empire of, of the past, but you know, different ownership, different league, different, different name of the arena. Like it's all different. So it, it was, you, you kind of had that whole thing of, is it our place to do it? Um, is it our responsibility to do it? And once, uh, once we were able to figure it out, we got it done. And it, and it just, it's, it's gotta, it's gotta happen now. Like it's gotta happen now if it's going to happen. Otherwise it may never happen to be perfectly honest with you. Okay, so the most recent time we talked, you had alluded to the fact that you might find yourself in trouble and you may or may not even be allowed to do this. I'm just now piecing this together. That probably means that these logos, the AFL logos that were the Firebirds and the Empire, there might be something to do with that, right? So Those logos again, are fine. Cause, okay, cause, okay. Because gotcha. Mike owns those logos. I'd rather not gotcha. get deeper into it just because why fine. Why stoke a flame that nobody that may not be burning at the moment. Gotcha. Uh, but there, there's definitely – there's. let's just put it this way. Last couple of weeks, 
not just this. I have spent more time talking to lawyers than when I went through my divorce and bankruptcy. Okay. <laughs> like there's been a lot, a lot of legalese uh, flying through these uh, uneducated ears. And ultimately it ended with me. Me no smart. You smart. Me no smart. You tell Jeff. Jeff do. Jeff no do. Oh, you can do it. But okay. You said I can do it. And then Jeff ran out of the room before anybody changes their mind. All right, well, let's address one more complaint then that I've seen circulating. And this one this one bothers me, and I'm sure it bothers you, but you now have an open form to talk about it. Uh, what, what's the deal with the players? It seems like some players were really upset about the announcement. Did, I, like, did something happen behind yeah. the scenes that people well, are missing? Okay. In a perfect world, like, like you had mentioned, right? So if this was going in the 2020, same group, everything is owned by the same people, and there's the wrinkles aren't there. Like, like – the 2021 banner, right? Even though Mike Corder was not the majority owner in 2021, he was an owner. And we were able to do everything as we wanted to because it was all obviously clearly ours. In a perfect world, I would have been able to, to put this thing together before the season started. I would have been able to plan it out the way I wanted to. You kind of know this. I don't think a lot of people know this. I wanted to do this two games. Like, I wanted to do this like the game after the first game. I wanted the first game to be about the 2021 team. And then I wanted the next home game to be like, let's get the rest of these guys up in the rafters where they belong. But it's just, I ran into a lot of things. If I could have done it perfectly, I would have planned this out before the year even started. I would have sent out to all the guys, hey, if you can get here, I'll have you on the field for it. So some of the guys, the first time they saw it was when we posted we were going to do it. And you know, not everybody's thrilled about that. And my my only thing that I can say is I wish I could have done it perfectly. I can't. I just can't do it the way I would like to. But I felt like my judgment call was, and this is my call. This is where I came in. I would rather get it up there, honor those teams the way they should be. Even if I can't do it perfectly, at least it's done. You know, at least, at least those banners are there. And honor those fans. You've never seen a group of fans like the 2019 Albany Empire fans or the 1999 Firebird fans. Like you've never seen their they were rabid, they were ravenous, they they were dedicated. And we've got some of those people with us this year, but nothing like those guys had. So those those fans deserve the banner as much as anyone. Because I had to do the way I did it, I can understand where some of the guys are like, I really, really want to be there. This sucks. I, I really want you here. I just, I had to get it up because otherwise no one else was going to do it. If it wasn't for Mike Corda, that banner never hits the rafters. It becomes one of those things we talk about for years and years and years. It's a, hey, remember we won in 19 and we never got to do the things we wanted to do. So that that's, I can understand where the, where a little bit of like, you know, hurt feelings would be in it. But at the same time, I just, I just felt like it was more important to get the banner up than it was to, risk never getting it up to do it perfectly no that makes sense i totally get what you're saying it's basically like hey we have to figure out the best way to make this for the organization for the legacy for the team for the business the fans it, fans number one the, exactly right and the fans as well and this is a comparison and i'll try to put words in your mouth but i think because you and i have worked with coach katusa before at you all been great dane football that when alumni would come back who played for the team they were treated differently. Like, hey, if you want to get on the sideline, get on the sideline. If you, hey, if you're coming to a game, reach out to me. We will make things happen. So, look, the world we're in right now in June of 2022 travels hard for everybody. Like, planes are getting delayed. Gas yeah. is five dollars. Like, 
getting Delta's to all slimming these... down their flights. Well, some are, are offering nearly as many flights right now. Right. So, like, look, it would have been hard if you told them it was July 14th or whatever. Right. Day, you know what I mean? Like, right. any travel situation at any point, unless you get like a six, hell, even if you had a six months heads up, like, it still would have been difficult. So, I wonder if, like, even if some Albany Empire, Albany Firebird players are not in attendance for next Sunday, I'm sure at some point during the season, hell, you might like, cut to the crowd and be like, I'm just going to use this guy as an example because I know he's been to home games before. Like, hey, former Albany Empire, Mo Ruffins is in the crowd. Congratulations to Mo. You mean, you know, you mean the guy who you, you mean him. you mean the guy who moved out of the area right before I was able to get this solidified? <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. though. Like, you know, there's going to be other ways that if an Empire alumni player or a Firebird alumni player can't make it and they reach out to you, trust me, you're yeah. going to find a way to take care of them yeah. and make sure. Like, that's okay. Like, that's the goal. Right. Yeah. And like you did everything you could on your end to make it happen. It is happening. You didn't have to make it happen. The Empire doing this next Sunday. Yeah. And it's hard. It's difficult. Yeah. But you're doing. Yeah. So that, that's just but my take again, on it. But with, the way the, other team. Yeah. with the way this year is going, I don't expect anyone to be happy. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I like if I gave a child like life-saving CPR, somebody would be like, well, you weren't really trained for it. So you're kind of shitty for saving that kid's life. Like that's the way, and like you know, and it's not woe is me because whatever, who cares? I don't, I don't care. Like, I just, you know, as long as we, as long as the team is happy, as long as the fans are happy, the majority of them at least. Um, what are you gonna do? I don't. It is, it is what it is. Again, cancel me. Can I just say something? I just want to get canceled. That's all I'm going for. You know what? I'll tell you what I did. I planned this so no one could be there because that way I'd get canceled. That's what I did. This is called sarcasm, kids. Before somebody quotes that. Um, yeah, it's just Van Schiller told me to do it more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's and it's like I think he's like a lot of people get it, and I think a lot of people understand the the moving parts, you know. And just like last year, we felt like last year would be the toughest year you ever dealt with because you're you're hosting indoor sports in New York, who was toughest on COVID rules during a pandemic. And it wasn't easy, and the fans were great. Uh, this year's harder because this year everybody's back. So everybody is competing with each other. Everybody is, uh, I think a lot of people are remembering things different than what they are at, at, at points and stuff. So it's it's been, it's this isn't a woe is me thing. It, I'm learning a lot. So if I do get to keep my job, if if uh, if, if Mrs. Van, Van Schiller will let me keep it, um, I feel like we'll just, we'll just keep getting better. But this was... Um, I, I couldn't believe how difficult it was just to do something nice for people on this one. Like, I just couldn't believe the hoops that we had to jump through. Like, and like, and I don't like being the guy who has to go, you know, like, Hey, Hey, I need help. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I literally had to get like Mike involved several times where he's busy doing other things to be like, do we even push forward? Like if, if they're going to, if they're making it difficult just to do nice things for people, like, do, what do I do with these, with these banners? And he's like, you know, you made a good point early. We're going to make it happen. And he did. So, again, any of the mistakes, my fault. Uh, the fact it's happening, kudos to Mr. Corda. <clears throat> Eight days away from that happening. But, Levesque, we do have another game today. Huge game for the yeah. Empire. But before we get to it, let's talk about our friends over at Mohawk Honda. They want to buy your car. Right now, whatever car you might be driving – you might be able to get the price back for what you bought for your car and a new ride thanks to Mohawk wow. Honda. Stop over at Glenville, New York right now this weekend. Make an appointment. Check them out online. 
Follow them on social media. Nick and Nate do an awesome job with their social media stuff where you can see the 2023s on the way. How about that? You trade in your vehicle and maybe get a 2023 brand new car thanks to Mohawk Honda. It can happen. I had the road trip to central New York this past weekend. My car. Did you drive or the wife drive? Oh, the wife, of course. I'm not getting yeah. all that. And now it's filled with car seats for my wonderful nieces and young son. <laughs> a this third row packed. seating comes in handy. Third row That's seating. Right. I can only imagine all the goldfish and pirates booty and snacks that'll be <laughs> in my vehicle. But Mohawk Honda will help you find that new ride. Trust us, wherever you're listening across upstate New York, it is worth the drive to Glenville so you can get yourself a new vehicle. Shout out to Greg Johnson. Shout out to Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, everybody over there. John Lucas, Kirk, John and Serve, everybody, man. Mohawk Honda. They want to buy your car, and they always go out of their way to please you. What's a better booty in your car this weekend? Pirate's booty or your alleged award-winning booty? <laughs> Which one? Which one do we like better? I would say mine. Now that the debate is happening to Jordan, I think there's a lot of jealousy for my wife that she claims it's not the best, that it's all in my head. So she doesn't. She didn't support your claim at all? No. Because you made it sound like she was going to be like, oh, yes, yes. Thomas has the great backside. There were other, I think she finds it more of like a carnival act that why are his legs so short and the butt is so mass. While other women have been constantly gazing upon my rump. And I think it finds her to be a bit jealous, but you can talk to her about it. She's not answering calls about it. Clearly. I don't have the setup that we had last time too. So it's easier to, <laughs> it was easier to call her from the board last time. Um, I do find that funny. I do like you're like you were convinced that she was just gonna like rubber stamp what you were saying, and she was in what? No, you have no like you have no like I don't even know how you stay in seats. I really don't. It's it's great and with those little short legs, it's fantastic. Oh, like a parade float or something. It's weird. You're built like a minion. You're actually like you yes. might work for Gru. Minion slash SpongeBob. It's just, yeah, I'm entertaining children. No wonder these kids are so entertained by me. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the game today. Albany, yes, please. Are they still playing Carolina? I feel like they yes, played sir. a thousand times now. Okay, uh, <clears> three times this year: two here, one there. This is the last time we play them unless we see them in the postseason. Let's get into the question, as I like to set them up sometimes. With can Levac answer this? Uh, <laughs> who is the starting quarterback? Who is going to be the starting quarterback? Sam Castronova. Okay, That's Sam Castronova. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, coach. If you watch the coaches show. Coach pulled Sam because Sam was he needed he needed him to get out of his head for a minute. Um, you know, Warren, Warren is a next level QB when it comes to this game. So you wanted to give you wanted to give Warren Smith a chance to see if he could get his feet underneath him, and then you brought Sam back in. You almost won the game. So yeah, Sam Sam will be our starting quarterback. That is big news to hear that because Casanova. I feel that weird. I felt like that was just like I felt like it was like a gimme. I really did. I thought I thought it was like a known kind of a known thing I maybe the way I'm viewing it is that both you and I had a, a feeling and this was never confirmed but just you and I've just watched enough games where I thought like maybe there was still an injury maybe something was up maybe like before game time that something was going to pop up so that's kind of where my head was at then I thought because of the matchup it being Carolina that Carolina saw Mike Faithful the first time they played they saw Sam Castronova the second time they played I was like, are they just going to throw a third different quarterback at Carolina and see what happens? Because it would have been three for three for the Empire. Like you said, Warren Smith's a really good player. No, I think Castronova played fine against Carolina. I think a lot of those uh, point-changing plays were controversial plays. Like the, the safeties could have gone either way. 
Right. The five plays were just sum up real quick. The last time they played uh, inside the MVP arena, there were five plays that were all reviewed, all went in favor of Carolina and all the involved point scoring plays. And that's not even counting the extra point that may or may not have gone in. So yeah. Do I think Sam should have been the starter? Sure. Is a storyline probably for the Carolina broadcasters going to be if the first five drives offensively for Albany aren't going well, will Warren Smith Jr. go into the game? Sure. I mean, I think that's a fair storyline, especially with how Carolina played last time where I called it uh, the crawl, the Cobra crawl, where it's like, <laughs> all right, we got a third and three. Let's get five yards and sit on the clock. All right, let's keep Darius Prince off the field. Let's keep Cassie which is smart. Off the field. Which is what, of course, I, like I want to do that. Like so, because I know I know that our coaches love running the ball, but like there's times like we'll we'll be doing well. And I'm like, guys, start running. And more or less, it's because I want to get to the pizza after the game. But it <laughs> it's still it's still kind of cool, you know. I I I I would do that 100 percent whenever I got a chance. Whenever I got a chance, I would do that. I would. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a smart strategy for Carolina to do that. Like, if you match up Carolina and Albany of that game versus what we just saw with Albany and San Antonio, who, by the way, San Antonio won again last night. So uh, they're starting yeah. to figure some stuff out, the gunslingers, of how well they are. It's a smart strategy. 13 offensive plays. I'm probably never going to get over that stat from the most recent game between those two. That 13 offensive plays in the first half is crazy in the NAL. And that's what Carolina was able to limit Albany to. It seems as if that might be the same strategy in this matchup. And the winner of this game, in similar fashion to what we saw earlier this summer, can make the bragging right. They're the best team in the NAL. And I didn't know if we were going to be in that same spot following Carolina's loss last Friday and then Albany's loss to San Antonio. But nobody has stepped up yet. And maybe you see something different in the league that these still feel like the two best teams in the league. You know, I, I obviously I'm pretty partial to the uh, to the Empire. I think they're a pretty good team, um, but I I think this year is going to be one of those years where I think if you're trying to predict who the best team at the end is, you may be off early because again you just mentioned it. San Antonio's won two straight now. Those are big wins in the way they're winning. Like they had to they had to let the clock run out against us. We were coming back. But then to score on the last play and to beat Orlando, I mean, like there's those are big wins. And that the I'm a I'm a big fan of the of the former ownership of that team. I'm friends with 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 Hector Garcia. We talk at least once, maybe twice a week. But you can see that there's there's some different there's a different mindset right now. Like maybe you know it's kind of like you know when you see a new manager, it's not always the fact that like the manager you replaced isn't good at what he does. It's just the new manager fits that scenario better or something like that, because they look different. They look like they, they look like they want to beat your ass and they can. <laughs> so like they, they scare me a little bit. Jacksonville, ever since they got Nelson, the quarterback, I mean, they're, they're, they're right there now. You know, that's a, they're missing some receivers yesterday or who knows how that game goes. And, and Columbus is Columbus is always going to play a solid game against you. They're just you you and I could line up for Columbus and somehow some way they would play a solid game. So and you know Orlando is is always one of those teams like Cato can make plays that a lot of guys can't make. It's uh it's a it's it's an interesting year. It's a very interesting year. Carolina's showing almost no flaws right now. Like they obviously you know they've lost a few whatever but they when they play their game they're they're not easy to beat. And when Albany plays our game, we're not easy to beat. 
it's just there seems like there's some days like any given Saturday kind of deal, you know? Yes, there, there's a lot of even play. It's like getting to the dance. If you're the fourth seed or the top seed, as long as you're in the playoffs, you've got an opportunity. Uh, and I think that's very true this season because of so many teams being so competitive right now. Now, if Albany cannot come through with a victory today, it is a season-changing situation for the Empire because now it becomes a mess because Carolina has a little bit of breathing room if Albany loses today. And then the Empire are in a huge mix with everybody else. Like, yep. it, it's Orlando's in that mix. Jacksonville's in that mix, depending on how hot it's in. Everybody, you know, just make it easy. Everybody's in play after that. Because the two seed becomes the most important thing for the rest of the season because the two seed would get a home playoff game in the semifinals. Yeah. And if Carolina wraps up the home field, that could potentially have again, breathing space. It could still get caught. But more importantly is that Albany's mindset could change of, all right, we're chasing after a league title to get in the playoffs. Exactly what you just said. Yeah. Now it's win every single game, get in the dance, play your best football as you get towards late July, early August and make it happen. That could all still happen, but it is a different season today if they beat Carolina or lose to Carolina. I can do the, is it the most important game of the season, which I know you love. I save those for the MVP arena. But really, like math-wise, and by the way, Jacksonville's played nine games as we're talking right now. Albany's played seven. Keep looking at winning percentage, and you noted this last well. week. Some teams are going to be off, and the winning percentage is going to play a huge factor here later in the season. Listen, it is it is an extremely important game. You know, you kind of you kind of touched on it. So, top seed guaranteed home field advantage throughout the playoffs, the champ, the playoff game and the championship game. Second, at least a home playoff game. If you get really lucky and four jumps up and bites one, you can host the championship game. When you are the reigning defending champion, you only lost you lost one game last year. You got to host the game. Like it feels that way. Now we get to that point where we're that four seed and maybe we get to jump up and beat the one or something like that, which I don't foresee happen. I'm just saying, obviously my tune would change. So like, yeah, you just got to be there. You got to be in it to win it, whatever. But everything that this team has done and the growth they've shown and, and the work that the coaching staff has put in, to not at least be the two seed, which listen, obviously our goal is still the the one seed. We want to be the top seed. You win, you win tonight. You still got a very good path to the number one seed. You don't win tonight, you know, like you said you're scrapping now to get that two seed to host a playoff game to reward the, you know, the, the fans are going to start coming. You know, you just you, I feel it. I really, really do. Um, you don't want to be the three or the four seed as the reigning champ, and and you still got we uh, top to bottom. I don't know who has a better roster. You know, like when obviously the way Carolina's playing is great. The way, you know, San Antonio's going on. But when you look at the names on the back of the jerseys for the Albany Empire, we have the best roster. Take that. That's right. All right. Go Albany. Seven o'clock kickoff tonight, set in Carolina. And then next week, two o'clock, MVP Arena. Yes, sir. Uh, Sunday, the 26th. Sunday family fun day group ticket rates kids 12 and under are free as always block party starts at the Miller light block party starts at noon we're gonna do it like an NFL Sunday kind of you know crying out loud is gonna play they're great um of course you know hopefully you know that, that Columbus team comes in and they're uh they're not as well prepared as usual because they're gonna be prepared <laughs> gotta beat them gotta well beat them. 
if you want to go to some NAL road games this season, if you're looking to get a concert in the Capital Region, if you're going to the Dome, I'm going to call it the Dome in Syracuse. Utica's odd, wherever it is. This summer, concerts, sporting events, and more. Your place is SeatGeek.com. S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. SeatGeek.com. For your first purchase using SeatGeek.com with any ticket order over $50, you get $20 off of that purchase using the promo code GAZ. G-O-Z. Gaz. G-O-Z. Promo code Gaz. G-O-Z. Your first purchase on SeatGeek.com. Whatever it is, a sporting event, a concert, uh, anything you want, you get $20 off. You got three or four tickets, five tickets, $20 off. Simple and easy. Type in the promo code Gaz. G-O-Z. And you get $20 off of your purchase. Thanks to our friends at SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code Gaz. SeatGeek.com is your place to buy tickets for this summer, concerts, sporting events, and more. SeatGeek.com. I would have thought the promo code would be no booty having guys. I thought that would be a good one. Booty with like a dollar sign somewhere in there. Two booties. <laughs> a lowercase B. Uppercase double O. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish you um, I wish you had been there this morning when we were at the Junior Plainsman game because it was like it was the pollen. Like you can hear, you can still hear the pollen in my voice. Well, that and the hangover from golf yesterday. Um, but it was like fall cold. It was like it was it was so bad. Like I, I legitimately sent the empresses home early. I was like, you can't, you're gonna freeze to death. Get out of here. <laughs> Speaking about golf, did I see you post some, a huge athletic milestone you accomplished yesterday? Did I see? Uh, listen, I mean, I I, I didn't know you wanted to do this. But I'm in. I'll tell you about the uh, you know, the long drive champ from the uh, Labatt tournament at McGregor uh, Links yesterday. Ooh. I'll tell you about that. A long drive champ. Got a call uh, day before, later in the day, from our good friend Boston Dan. He's like, Jeff, I need you. I need you to golf with me in this tournament. I need I need somebody for the foursome. I'm like, you got it. I then called our friends at Labatt, uh, Frank and Joe, and I said, Listen, I'm golfing. But if I don't get a foursome for our guys, Mike Corda and the rest of the crew in the front office, they're just going to terrorize me the entire day and make me pay for not being out them not being out there too. <laughs> so the great people they are, Labatt, we got them in, we got them, we got the guys playing. So Mike Corda, Matt Woods, the VP, and Ryan Hewlett, the uh, the director of strategic partnerships, won the whole thing. Whoa! Twelve under as a group. Wait a second. Best Who, ball. Who's good? Who's good on that team? Uh, well, Mike's Mike's phenomenal. Mike is he'll Mike Mike Corda is that annoying guy whose shoulder hurts. Oh my back is I haven't swung the club. And then pink three hundred down the middle like like it's nothing. Um, and apparently Woods and and Hulib are good too. Oh, I was gonna say I thought Mike was only like what you just said. I thought he just drove it out there, got in the cart, smashed the beer, and let everybody else handle it from there. I didn't know yeah. if there was more skill after the, the smash. No, he's actually he's really he's good, and right. they, the three of them played great. Um, and they won. They won the whole damn thing, and I've, that's all I've heard about since. But again, longest drive, right here. Uh, that's me. Um, some would try to tell you uh, a story that whoever really had the longest drive thought it'd be funny if it, my name went on there instead of theirs. Uh, so, so that would be how I want it. Um, <laughs> and even if that's true, <laughs> I'm going to my grave saying I won the longest drive at the uh, McGregor Links Levat Blue uh, tournament. 
that one of the catfish scenarios what i'm hearing here the, the, the legitimately they called work? me out so frank from levac goes uh, longest drive jeff levac and i went no i didn't <laughs> and he's like <laughs> says here you did i'm like no, yeah oh i just i can't believe no one hit farther than that one when i left it i thought for sure somebody would have caught me um as you know like my my number one goal is not to lose balls like i yeah. do i i can i can i can uncork one once in a while off the tee as a matter of fact i did win a bet with our friend joe lynch uh got a little got some uh got some empire advertising coming from joe lynch he's gonna oh, pay for okay. so uh which is nice but um yeah i know it's totally somebody else was making fun of me and did it but I got a really awesome cooler out of it. So long drive champ right there. Who's the real winner then? Ah, take uh, that. Right, right, right. It was – Happy um, Gilmore here that drove it 430 yards. No, no, Jeff LeVac has driven it 435. Congrats. Well, you know, you know, the, you know what the best, the best part of it was? So, so Joe Lynch, our friend, you know, I married Joe uh, to his wife. Um, he hit one on one – and he, he crushed it past – the marker because like what happens for a long drive competition is it sits in there's like a there's like a notepad with a pencil that sticks in the ground so where your ball lands you pick that up you put it next to it you write your name if you hit past that one then you go and you do whatever so we're just destroying joe joe hits this really nice shot off the tee and he goes past the marker so we're like come on lynch go ahead put it on whatever he goes all right fine whatever he's jo- he was joking he was gonna write my name he writes his name he goes we're up another 40 50 yards or whatever there's the men's we accidentally tricked joe into putting that he had the longest drive for the women's <laughs> so i was waiting for that to blow up i kept waiting for like i was like oh, joe short for josephine just uh, don't uh, how dare you how dare you just uh, you know try to assign him a gender how dare you but it was a great time the, the people of the best McGregor links is great it was cool to hang out with boston dan and uh, I didn't actually golf with our guys. So they were over, like, they're just texting me, like, random how much more fun they were having than I was having. Jokes on them. There was free beer. So I had a blast. Well, Levesque, you will be back golfing potentially with those guys on Sunday, July 10th, when we are up in Saratoga with our friends at The Hideaway. We'll be broadcasting live that morning. It is the Wide World of Sports event. Check out The Hideaway Facebook page. If you want to sign up, be a part of that event up in Saratoga. Always a great time. So you will be golfing. Stretch for my long drive. By the way, by the way, be on the lookout for Mike Corda's golf balls. They actually have his face on them. So (laughs) that is more reason to be there Sunday, July 10th, the hideaway for that wide world of sports event. I will be in a hole doing a hockey game, which will be a lot of fun after our show. Shout out to Chad and Mac and Trout and everybody up there at the hideaway. Awesome event coming up Sunday, July 10th. We will be there. And also, we hope that this guy will be there. Mr. Northeastern Insurance himself. Oh, Jared he'll be Lewis there. Here. We're going to, he's uh, he's called down the thunder. We'll recap from last year's tourney. Right in the, right in the goonie goo I'm going to catch him. If you want to save cash or watch Jared potentially risk his family jewels being assaulted. That's the guy, Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. Show up to the hideaway. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com is your guy. If you want to save cash, again, we mentioned it earlier, gas prices, groceries, travel, things that you probably didn't expect to jack up on the prices here throughout 2022. Yeah, that's the year, 2022. Uh, Jared Lozier will help you save that cash. What year is it again? 
Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. If you're looking to save that money on policies, talking about your small business, your car, your home, Jared's the guy to call. 518-956-3753. Look, it's going on the scroll, right? When I'm saying it. 518-956-3753. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance, the best way to save cash in 2022, which is the he, year right now. He keeps threatening me he's going to come to an Empire game. I think he's oh. been to a few. I think he's just hiding from me. I think he's he knows he knows I was I took him out on the golf course. Imagine what I'll do to him in my arena. You know what I'm saying? You know what Jared would do though if he got like really good seats for an Empire game? I know he'd be the first person that would actually like catch a ball on the stands and then want to show off his arm and throw it back on the field. You guys <laughs> need me? I yeah. can quarterback and right. he'll be the first one to throw the ball back. Everybody <clears> else is so excited to keep it. You hand it off to a little kid who's super excited. Jared would stand back there in the pocket like Mahomes zipping one in and show point to like, coach, you see that? You need me? I'm ready. I think he'd be the one who would like spill his beer. You know what I mean? Trying to catch the ball, just wear the beer. And then when he does try to throw it back, his shorts are so tight, they just split right down the back. That's what I think would happen. J-A-R-E-D-L at any mail.com. You can email your predictions there and save some cash as well. Uh, LeVac Gaz uh, live on the Techie Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page as well as Godzilla Media's YouTube. And then you can uh, check us out everywhere, Apple, Spotify, all those uh, great places. So if you you know missed some of the preview for tonight's game, boom, it's right there for you, ready to rock and roll. Um, <clears throat> I didn't win any money on the NBA Finals which I've been able to um, I've been able to not care because at least Boston didn't win. At least the Celtics didn't win. <laughs> at least Trayvon Shorts can't brag about the Boston Celtics anymore. At least at least that miserable hole of an existence that is Boston does not get another title. Should you have hedged the bet? You let us know. <laughs> no, well, I'm, all right. I'm all right. I'm all right with it. I'm fine with it. I Look, it would have been nice. It was a $17 bet. What are you going to do? It was a drunken $17 bet. You know, I say drunken. I don't remember making it. Maybe I sleep bet. That'd be great. Just start, like, (laughs) you know, waking up in the middle of the night with my phone in my hand. Like, what the hell was I? A 17-team parlay? Uh, You know, whatever. But, yeah, it is what it is. It was fun while it lasted. It was weird rooting for for Boston. And and now I don't have to. So it's all all good. I love love how petty these guys are, though. Ooh, Boston or Warriors? Warriors. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, and they own it, and they say it. Like, they're like, "No, I'm freaking king of petty." Like, oh, let's go. Like, I'm, you know, I'm all in. I love it. It cracks me right up. You're talking about the pettiness, like Draymond wearing the 18-time Boston Celtic champion shirt in the 18th one, being like, "Psych, he didn't win. We won." Right. You're talking about, I think, another one, Draymond showing up in all black. Yeah. Well, I'm, and, I'm going and Curry, to Curry. Curry's putting people to sleep, and he says, "Look, I'm I'm petty all day." Clay Thompson's still talking smack about guys they played like months ago like I, I i like it i think it's 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 like the jordan i'm gonna motivate myself by hating you and the difference is they're willing to tell us what they're doing we're not gonna have to wait for the 10 piece documentary to find out who, <laughs> who jordan was talking crap to like they're like no no it was this guy it was that guy it was the other guy screw them we won we got four we're badasses and, you know, like one of the most most often used cliche when a team wins a championship, somebody will get up there and be like, nobody gave us a chance. Nobody thought we could win. And you're like, all right, some of you are the favorites to win the championship. You can't do that. But these guys, like, believe it. Like, hey, you did this, you did that. We'll stay petty. We'll, we'll show. Ring me was the other thing. Curry was yelling out there in the game like a madman. All right, so they win in 2015. 
They went in 2017. They went in 2018. And now 2022. This is a dynasty, right? Like, it, I'm shocked this was even like a question. Oh, Ben, will you stop it? <laughs> ben, ben, for our audio audience, just wrote in, Warriors got lucky. Will you stop? Told me to put told me to put the uh put the bet in now for next year. All right. I, the, the, yeah, the Warriors got lucky by smoking it. Um yeah, all those three pointers they all missed in game five when we came off and started ripping apart how game five was all of a sudden in game six they start going in. You're like, Yeah, some of these shots, Curry's not even moving the rim. Like these are nothing but net shots going in from Curry. Okay, yeah, he's the greatest shooter of all time. And he's probably I saw his brother ran out of Twitter as fast as he could be like. You better put respect on his name and call him one of the greatest <laughs> players ever. Like, all right, man, relax. Okay, we'll do that. No problem. Not the yellow me, Seth Curry. Well, the 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 problem is, I I hate when they do this, right? So he's the freshest in your mind. So now all of a sudden, like he's he's this one. He's past that one. He's past the other one. Like, why don't you guys take? Why don't you pump the brakes, Trav? What's up? Um, and and really look at everything first like is he the greatest point guard of all time he's the greatest shooting point guard of all time like you know it's it's the game has changed so much it's hard to sit there and tell me and make me believe you that if i drop steph curry into the nba in 97 he's near he's he's this successful like it's and i know it's like you can only play in the area you're in but I just hate the people who want to erase the great players of the past because somebody had a, is is amazing. He's absolutely amazing. Is he top ten? Is he is he is he top seven? Like where does where does he rank out? It's a you know what? I'm going to add to that before I give him that ranking too because some people I think my dad by the way if he's watching uh, he'd be like what about Pete Maravich like what if Pete yeah. Maravich had a three point line what if Jerry West about, had a three point line what about Will Chamberlain a lot of dunk right that fraud <laughs> I just like getting you fired up. What if Carmelo no learned to pass? Stop. Will you not, unnecessary? We should have stuck with the Wilt jokes. That liar, <laughs> that absolute fraud, Wilt Chamberlain. Why you pass Wilt? But I get the point about like a Maravich or a West. Like, okay, a, an easy argument could be, and I think it's a fair argument. Okay, how good Curry? How good would Curry have been without a three-point line? I didn't. Yeah, really but he didn't have to play without one. Like he has one, so we have to. We have that. What are you drinking on this Saturday? Are you he still under the orange God. So don't forget Bill Russell. Bill Russell, Ted. obviously, yeah, hundred percent. You mean Ted? He looks like Ted from the movie. Ted, eleven time champ, eight consecutive. Ben's going to work for Bill. Well, Bill Russell, hundred percent. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the Tatum thing is a joke. I'm sorry, like, Tatum's not better than Curry. And, and if you're being realistic with yourself, I tell you, you can have one or the other on your team next year. You're not, you're not taking Tatum. You're taking you're you're taking Chef Curry every time. But like Bill Russell, Bill Russell's a guy who slides down people's boards for some reason about how great he was. And the titles thing, you got to be a little careful with the titles thing because it's a team game and people will fire that. Like like Yogi Berra for the Yankees. It's like, well, was he was he as great as he was or was he part of a great team? And, and the answer is yes to both. And the answer is yes to both for Bill Russell. But you, there's people who will not rank Bill Russell because they're like, like the one thing I will say about Benny Wednesday, Ben Nelson, he's got respect for the past. A lot of people his age, it's like, oh, they don't know there was a player before LeBron. They don't even, like, oh, Kobe, I, that's, a, that's a throwback name. Like, you know what I mean? So it's tough for me to rank Steph. I don't know where I put him. Do I put him ahead of Kobe? 
I don't, I can't. He's got to be in the top 20 now at this point, Curry, for legacy and, and where he's going to end up. He's still got some years left. He's 34. He turned 34 in March. And his style of play, I wonder if he's going to be like a reliever in baseball where he's just going to stand out there and shoot and shoot and shoot. You know, like a reliever will come in for a few innings. Curry will just be the, the marksman, and he'll do that for a long time. I think the most interesting comparison career to career of legacy and where he stands and everything else is actually with his former teammate, Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant's an all-time great scorer. Kevin Durant won a championship as Curry's teammate. And the, the old argument years ago was like, who's the leader? Who's the best player? All right. I mean, Durant was the MVP, sure. Right. But Durant hasn't won a title since he left that Warrior team without Curry. But if you told me who I had to take between – if I had to pick a team and you told me I had to pick between Kevin Durant or Steph Curry, I would still take Steph Curry. Even though I know he's like yeah. a foot shorter, but a lot of that might play into who Kevin Durant is personality-wise. Like, who would I rather have as a teammate? I think it's kind of clouded in this who's the better player for me. But it's true. I would rather have Steph Curry than listen to Kevin Durant complain – the That's whole time. Fair. So those two are pretty close on that standard of where they rank. Like a guy like Dirk, he's going to finish with more points and championships than Dirk, even though Dirk's another seven footer who's great. So yeah, he's in this convert. Here, here's one. How about this? From 2010 to 2022, maybe Steph Curry's the second best player in that 12 year period after LeBron. That's fair. Maybe it's in I that discussion. It's, yeah. I think it's pretty fair, especially. The the only the only thing that you can really knock Steph Curry for is durability, because he you know once once he gets dinged up he's dinged and he may you may not see him or you may not see him the right way or whatever like I know he hurt his foot in this one and and was able to play through and whatever I almost feel like they made that up like the way he played after like it's like oh my foot my foot my foot swoosh 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 I'm like all right hold up <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> being sneaky but like if if Steph Curry and Clay Thompson never get hurt, how many championships do they have? Are we at six, seven? Because they are difference makers. Like you, the the biggest comment I have for Durant is what he was willing to do to his game when he got to Golden State. He became a rim protector, not just a scorer, but he played defense and he and he, and he ripped down boards more than he did before. He was like, all right, those guys can shoot. Those guys are great from out there. I can shoot from three, but I can I can create shots anywhere on the floor. I'm gonna I'm gonna play closer to the paint. I'm gonna get in there and make some messes for people. If you're a Warrior fan, like you just said, uh, there's a lot of excuses where you can make we should have more championships. So you mentioned the injuries, so you can say, all right, we got hurt one year. That's why we didn't win it. Thompson was hurt. We weren't full strength. Fine. You could blame COVID. All right, if COVID didn't happen and everything got changed around, we would have been there. We would have beat the Los Angeles Lakers. Look what they were post-COVID and look what we were post-COVID. And the Cavalier won. If you're a really biased Warrior fan, you could say the referees cost us. Every fan base likes to do that. I think that's a little too much bias. But And then they just got beat by Toronto. Like Kawhi Leonard was just right. a machine in that series. So, yeah, you've got legit excuses to say, hey, we, we were able to qualify for six conference finals and win them and then get to the NBA finals and win four championships. This is a dynasty and I'm curious to see what happens next year. Like why won't, if, like you said, if they're healthy, why aren't they the favorites again and again and again? And those guys aren't going to go chase the money as much as Knicks fans would like it. I don't know if Clay or Draymond will ever be a Nick. Yeah. No, I, I mean, if they, if they were, it would be when there's nothing left. 
or like they're maybe they give you sign the next the next sign them to like a five year deal or something whatever nonsense, and they'll be good for one like that that's and he'll ever get all the hope in the world and we'll go crazy or he'll trade them you'll get them in the last year of a contract expiring contract they'll play their their faces off and they'll get a long-term extension that's that's nicks if they do that but no these those three together they add another player if you if you want to they're they're going to put you in everything and to your point earlier when you're talking about the nal playoffs golden state is that 100 that team no matter where they get in they're dangerous because the three pointers, they are better at them than anybody else. They will bury you on points. And there's not, and there's just, there's very little you can do about it. Yeah. I'm excited to still watch the Warriors play. I know at some point, like there's going to be teams that are just going to try to be the Warriors. The Rockets got the closest, but I'm cool watching Steph Curry. Like this is, this is the era of greatness. We've never seen something quite like the way they play basketball. And they figured out that formula better than everybody else. And, uh, We'll find out if LeBron can ever catch him again or a team from the East can catch him again. But I wouldn't say that's the end of the Warrior dynasty. Like we've seen teams like the Spurs, like the Bulls, where we knew the end was coming. I don't see the end coming yet for Golden State. Betty Wednesday. Let's not forget the Celtics have been in the Eastern Conference Finals pretty much every year. Always a bridesmaid. Um, I mean, I don't know what you want. What do you want? They're fine. Like Tatum's good. good. Brown's good, just not good enough. They're they're really good players that just could not out Golden State. Golden State. What was the stat that Tatum had? I believe he's the first player ever in the history of the NBA postseason to have a hundred turnovers. Well, and let's let's not forget too. Like Golden State punched you in the mouth and you took it. Like you're this tough Boston team, and you're gonna you're gonna make you know Smart's gonna make it difficult. All these things are it's gonna this that. Golden State went all right. That's cute. They did it right back to you, and you went, "Oh, stop! Oh, like a bully yeah. in, a, in a movie." It was that's not that was not a great performance from the from the Boston Celtics. I'm sorry. I would like to brag that right now, Levac and I are doing a show in mid June, and neither one of us is sweating right now because of the good people at Johnstone Supply in Troy. If you're looking for a new AC unit, if you want to stay cool all summer long, Johnstone Supply in Troy is your place. Go visit them on Sixth Avenue in Troy. By the way, happy birthday to our guy Tom. Good oh. shots! A happy birthday to him, man. Good How many him. like different mustache products do you think that guy gets for his for his birthday? Like mustache oil, mustache comb, mustache trimmer, mustache the rides. Time, the next time we see him, we should just give him that. Or if you go to Sixth Avenue, Troy, show you're gonna give him a mustache ride for him. No, 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 no. Some type of gel to make sure his hair looks wonderful now that he's aged hmm. properly. Five one eight. Believe you. Two seven two five nine two two. That is the number to call. Five one eight two seven two five nine two two. If you're looking for a new AC unit for this summer, even if you're looking at yours and just like barely hanging on, you're like, yeah, this is good enough. Don't do that. Johnstone Supply and Troy will help you find the unit, and they'll talk to you about the best way to install it and more. Make sure to see their stuff on Facebook as well. Great people to work with. We love Johnstone Supply in Troy. Whatever you're looking for, those split units too. We talk about Fujitsu, Westinghouse, and more. Tom, Bird, Kev, James, those are the great people that will help. Shout out to our guy, George, as well. I know he's probably fired up for the fights tonight. He's a big boxing fan. Those guys at Johnstone Supply and Troy are the people that you want to trust when you're making those changes in your home. AC unit, stop sweating like pigs. Put deodorant on. Johnstone Supply and Troy. You're not that in... as a tagline. Stop sweating, stop like, sweating pigs. like pigs and put deodorant on with your new yeah. AC unit. Johnstone Supply and Troy. See, so you're not in the capital region right now. It is. 
it's cold. Oh, it's cold today. It's like fifty degrees. So I'm, I'm, you're almost you're almost going back to your your John Goodman furnace from from uh, from Johnstone Supply today. Like I've got the windows open and clearly somebody is burning something that does not smell like wood. Like it's it smells like electrical fire. <laughs> so hopefully there's not a house on fire somewhere in the neighborhood. But it stinks in my house right now. As soon as we're off this, I'm gonna have to shut it down and put the AC back on. It is also cloudy here in Syracuse. Uh, I just assumed it was just nicer weather in Albany. That's like what happens in the usually. Like, think, yeah, when a snowstorm hits in Syracuse, Albany is like I send the Snapchat out like, haha, no snow here. <laughs> Uh, Levac and Gaz, and uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. Godzilla is at YouTube, Spotify, Apple, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you uh, you, you you like, subscribe, and uh, and rate the show because uh, especially if you don't you don't like it because I don't. Um, that's, you know, one stars, just leave it one star. Just one like, star, just a bunch of okay. one stars. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, like. Like I watched it as like a self punishment is what I did. The six people watching right now, um, no, it, it's uh, it, you know, it's great. It's the best thing I've ever done. Um, and Father's Day is tomorrow, so that was a really crappy thing to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Levac. There you Happy go. Happy Father's Day, Gazi Bear. Um, All right, when's the when's my next kid coming? Is my next kid on the way yet? You said something about the Yankees. I think my my oh. connection just cut off there. The Yankees. Right. Anthony Rizzo is what you said about a grand slam. Is that what I heard? Dude, they are. Oh, look at Benny. Look at look at Benny Wednesday throwing the five stars up. He knows what he's doing too. Benny Wednesday. He rates pizzas, so he knows he knows good stuff. Uh, when it's oh, that is the same. That's right. I thought that was radar. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you got a problem with that. Listen, in your defense, all white people look alike. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Yanks and Mets, man. Like there was a promo on one of the one of the gambling apps. I don't probably DraftKings. I don't remember which one to be honest with you. But it was like actually there was one earlier in the year where you could bet on a subway series happening. And now I think DraftKings just did theirs. I'm in on both of them. I'm in on both of them. I've said this for years. My favorite seasons are the ones where the Yankees and the Mets are both in the series and Yankees win. That's my favorite years. I I love the Yankees. I like the Mets. I'm a New York sports fan. So if this could continue on, even though Atlanta has clearly figured a few things out for themselves, this could be great. This could be great. We may have to call our friends over at Yankee Trails and get to a couple games down down the old uh, the old Subway Series. Yes, let's make it happen. Uh, for the Yankees, too, like the most recent game, too, with, with uh, the beatdown of the Blue Jays. Like Toronto's in there. Everyone's like, oh, it's Toronto's year. I will fully admit. I think I, I I did. I picked the Blue Jays to make the World Series this year with the Mets. They did not look like the Blue Jay team that everybody hyped up because of New York being so good. Here's two stats, Lebec. I don't see a little 50-50 game. Which one do you like more? I'm going to make you pick here. Do you like the fact here in mid-June that the Yankees are leading all of baseball in home runs hit? Or do you like that the Yankees right now are leading baseball in the best ERA? The ERA, because they've been they always they've always been able to hit home runs. The way they're pitching right now uh, with Jameson Tyone today um, is is phenomenal. It, it is so good. Like watching them win like two one games where they don't have hits is is phenomenal. Um, runners in scoring position way better than they've been since you and I started doing a show together. Uh, knock on wood on that because that scares me. But it, it's it's definitely I, I love home runs, but the ERA has 
is why you're what are they 32 games above 500 they're at a point in the season right now with the lead they have this early in the year they're the third team to ever do it i think it was the murderers row 29 yankees and then the a's team before that that was really dominant and both those teams won the world series so the fact that you're doing things that only world series winning teams have done before is pretty phenomenal I'm with you on the ERA stat, too. You could be a home run smashing team and constantly strike out. Like, you could try to do the old game. And it felt like sometimes the Yankees over the last few years tried to win games uh, seven to five, right. eight to six. Hope well, this is the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays yeah. from this year. Yes. You know, like the, the pitching's okay, but the bats are phenomenal. The ERA is the answer. That's exactly it. Because you can shut down teams and get that power and find it and just hope the bullpen can keep it together and still it's potentially depending on what cashman wants to do have some arms ready to go some experienced matchup arms already yes era with that pitching staff that is the difference you know what i know this kind of connects here with golden state how great does brian cashman feel right now i feel like brian cashman and look the world series is going to really truly vindicate the criticism he's faced from Yankee fans offseason after offseason. And that'll get turned up in the postseason like it does every team, especially the Yankees. But especially this year, with the Yankees healthy, my goodness, how many years in a row we've been like, look at the IL, look at the IL, look who's on here. They finally are healthy, knock on wood. And yeah. Brian Cashman's probably like, I told you so. I told you. Yeah. Joe Girardi gets fired in Philly, and the Phillies are one of the hottest teams in baseball. I told you. I told you. Trade it. Cashman's probably sitting back thinking, I knew it. This is my year. Come at me now, trolls. Look what's going right for old Brian Cashman this season. See, the problem The problem is you have forgot a few things. One person did say they were going to be this damn good. Maybe not this good. I was on them. I, 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 my I, co-host with his name right the, up here above my head. Right. Before the season, before the season started. Everybody's crushing them. They didn't make the move. They didn't make, they didn't make this move. They made, and I'm sitting there going, guys, this is a phenomenal lineup. Like, don't be, don't be, don't fall for the shining object on the shelf. Just saw Patrick Corbin's stats the other day. I was like, yeah, thank God I didn't sign that guy. Right. So, like, it, it's, it, I was, I was on board. And not just like Homer on board, not just like, you know, where it's, oh, the Yankees are going to be fun. They'll make a big move. I said, this roster, this is a hell of a roster. It's a hell of a roster. You also forget the reason I had to start the in-cashman I trust is because the Yankees could win 120 regular season games, sweep to the World Series, and then lose one game in the World Series but still win in five. And the Cashman trolls would come out and go, oh, it's because Cashman didn't make the right moves or else they could have swept that. <laughs> Cashman's an idiot. They need to get – you know, it's any, anyone else. Like, Dio Epstein needs to be – whatever. Like, they – there is so much venomous hate for Brian Cashman that if he, if he does have this beautiful, amazing roster and it keeps doing what it's doing all year, they'll, they'll one of two things, they'll find the one or two things he did wrong and scream them from the mountaintops, or they'll sit dormant and quiet until there's a move that's made or not made that they can flame. And that's what they'll do. Because they're just the internet is is a cesspool of hate and uneducated jackassery. 
Who's more vindicated uh, after that cashman take? I'm sure Aaron Boone wants to hop on all, all that too, because Aaron Boone yeah. faced so many critics. Aaron Boone's record is hilarious. Like I'm talking like success rate. I know the championship's not there. I know the American League pennant, we'll use an old school term there, is not where it should be. But like you look at wins to starting manager career. Yeah. Aaron Boone's oh, gonna be like, what? guys, but, can but, I can I get in here on some of this credit too? And you know that's the beauty of it, right? Uh, Boone's a terrible manager. Oh, he's got all these like most winningest this, did that, whatever. Oh, yeah, because of the roster he gets to manage. Wait a minute, didn't you just tell me Cashman sucked too? <laughs> they can't both suck if they're if they're doing the, if the team's doing this well. They can't both suck, but people are ridiculous. People are absurd. On the Mets side of it too, I feel like this is going to be the same storyline yeah. I have about the Mets for the the next month. But this is it. Like this is constantly this thing that we go back to. Of they've got guys who are contributing to the lineup. They have a more balanced approach to the plate. Like Pete Alonso still smashing home runs. Mm-hmm. You've got guys who are really Love good. Pete Alonso. Uh, and they have Scherzer and Degrom, according to reports, getting closer to a return. And I know that's very vague. I feel uh, like teams Scherzer, like Scherzer through sixty game? pitches. Yeah, the, I guess the the report is if he gets to seventy five comfortable pitches, he'll come back. So he's up to sixty. So that's good. You know how weird it is I'm such a Pete Alonso fan that if you told me I could abduct and have any one player from the Mets on the Yankees as great as DeGrom and Scherzer are, and they will be back this year at some point, and they will, you know, be Cy Young candidates and everything else, I'd still probably clip Pete Alonzo. I just I just love Pete Alonzo. There's just something – he has fun when he plays. He's clutch. You know, he's he he falls on his face when he slides into home. He makes ugly throws, but it's just they win, and he's fun. How much of that, because I, I feel the same way about Alonzo, how much of it will, for you becoming a fan of Alonzo was affected by his home run derby performances? Um, His home run season, like his rookie year, that was amazing. Uh, I, I, It doesn't hurt. I'm not I'm not as into the home run derby as I used to be. What? Is it because I'm of not, after the game? Oh, whoa. Look back. It was hurt after I'm the not, judge victory. It's already peaked. No, no, like even th- I think that's when I realized because I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, this is really great. But like when Tino, Mart- Tino Martinez won it and it wasn't nearly as dominant of, of of a performance, I was like, I was ecstatic. Judge won it. I was like, oh, it's really cool. And I was like, oh, like it's just I guess I'm just not as into it as I once was. Like, I feel so, like it- I like Pete Alonso in spite of it. <laughs> Okay, all right. I was gonna say I definitely became a fan of Alonso because he he like wanted to win. He like took it as this I'm I'm the best one out here. I'm gonna show everybody I'm the best hitter. This means a lot to me. I'm gonna make it happen. I feel like where you're going with that though is that what the home run derby has become is that week in July where everything slows down in sports. It owns that week in July, and then all of a sudden, like once August and September hit, you're like, oh yeah, who won? Yeah. yeah, who won the home run derby? Yeah, I it, just, it becomes know. a slave of the moment, right? Like this is going to yeah. dominate headlines for a week, and then yeah, back to normal. when I go to gotcha. bar trivia, I those like everybody wants me to like if there's a sports question, I have to know it. Like it's a thing. It's not as bad now because people know I'm far more focused on what I have to do for the Empire and for Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. But like, if you had said to me like who's the, who won the last five home run derbies or something, I'd have to struggle. I don't know if I can get them all right now. To be perfectly honest with you. Because the home run derby too is also like who won the NBA All Star Game MVP, who won the Pro Bowl. You know, it is technically still a skills competition right. in the week of. An but it's All-Star one I used game. to right, be yeah. dialed into. Yeah, and now I'm like, eh. but uh, polar bear is fun, man. Got the nickname. 
he's one of those guys like he's not jeter he's not judge but he's he's like of that ilk he's one of those guys who gets new york and doesn't it's not too big for him like he's i i love watching that guy play he is fun like i would go to a mets game just to go see Pete alonzo play i don't have to go back to a mets game call our guy doc to see if we can make it happen i don't know if we're welcome <laughs> i know how drunk you got on that trip Wherever, wait, hopefully wait, our guy Grant's wait. listening. Remember Grant? The Grant doesn't remember that trip. He randomly will pop up on my phone on Snapchat once, and I'm like, who the hell really? is Grant? Oh, my God. That kid from that trip. The one who bragged about how much he could drink and then nuked. Speaking about the Yankees and Mets going for a <laughs> ring this season, it is almost Father's Day. If you're looking for something cool for Ooh. Dad, head over to Lily and David Fine. Jewelers, shops of Wilton, Route 50. Talk to Alyssa. Talk to David. Like, I am struggling for a Father's Day gift. You have some cool watches. You have something my dad's going to love in here. They will help you find what he's looking for. Now, if it's not for dad and you're getting ready for the summer, whether it be a graduation event, maybe a wedding anniversary you're going to celebrate, maybe you're getting married, Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find what she's looking for, whether it be the earrings, the necklace, something that fits her style, her fashion. Alyssa, David, and the crew there, family-owned and operated business will help you find it at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I know from experience we're getting up close to that five-year mark of proposing to my wife. I would show you my wedding band right now, but I'm using my hand right now to hold the microphone as I'm sitting in a, in a bed in a move positions. No one cares about that, though. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is where they can help you find the engagement ring as well. The proposal. Man, I was out yesterday with a bunch of buddies. I feel far better about my awful proposal. Knowing guys are out there butchering proposals year after year. If you don't got, want to do that, at least maybe. That's right. Do Please it. have a great ring when you butcher your proposal or talk to David and get some real true advice on how to do it the right way, you fools. Lily and David find you there. Shops of Wilton off of Route 50 and tell him when he stopped in, you heard about Gaza's story and LeVac laughing in his face right here from LeVac. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I got to save the date for one of our old boss's uh, upcoming weddings. And I'm pretty sure he bought his engagement ring at, at Lily and David. Uh, it, l- let me ask this question. Would it be someone I would not be going to the wedding of? You would never go to this wedding. <laughs> and I was going to like, I was going to jokingly ask if you received a uh, save the date as well. Um, but I'm, I, I feel like he would invite you if he thought you would come, but he knows you would not come. I will say this then, although there's probably no chance I'd ever go to that wedding. The fact that he did go to Lily and David Fine Jewelers does make me feel better. Yeah. Like, Enjoy their support for their business. And I don't know if I got invited because he thinks I won't fly to Florida, but I will. I'm going to be there. I'm going to make this one. Oh, this says plus one. That's weird. I'm bringing guys. How weird. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I I think he'd be, I think if, so basically, obviously we're joking about our, our, our last boss at the radio station who I'm still very, very close with. And he was putting some, We'll say awkward situations, and he and Gaz have not spoken since. But, <laughs> but that's the best way we'll handle that. I, he he still he, he would he would love to talk to you. He would love to. I would not love like to, to talk to him. I, anyway. Well, he knows that. That's why he's not reaching out to you, uh, Victoria <laughs> Kepner, my friend. She wants to say hello. Hey, hey, Victoria, how are you? Um, ben wants to know which one's Levac and which one's Gaz. Um, I don't. So That's very like, funny. How man. do you become how do you become an Eagle Scout? Not know that. Man, um, I'm laying down like my hot take diva right now. I'm moving closer to is, Mariah Carey on the couch now. Steve he's like Gons. laying, he's like laying on a piano while he does the while he does the rest of the show. Um, I don't know this story. What's going on with Vince McMahon in the WWE? Oh, you didn't see this? 
No, I, 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 I've seen a woman naked in the last year. I don't know every wrestling story out there. So I lay down like David Hasselhoff and tell this story. It's probably a weird story to set up. I lay like this. But, uh, Vince McMahon is being investigated. According to a Wall Street Journal report, there was some hush money that the Ooh. investors in the WWE found about Vince McMahon having an affair with his wife with an employee of the WWE. Uh, John Laronitis is involved in this as well. He had, a, of, he had an affair with John Laronitis? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> According to this story, that there was some hush money involved. Uh, Vince McMahon has now stepped down on the interim as the CEO of the WWE, as this is under investigation. Stephanie McMahon is now serving in that capacity. Vince McMahon is still... So it all makes sense now. So that's why why Stephanie stepped down originally, so that she can make way to go take over. Yeah, that's what's starting to make a little bit more sense. Meanwhile, Shane O'Mac is still kicked out. Right. Uh, Vince McMahon is still a part of creative decisions. So we're talking about like storylines and things you'll see on a daily and weekly basis right. with the WWE. So with all these stories coming out about what's happened with McMahon and Laurinaitis and the hush money and everything Do we else, know who the employee is? Yes. Can you say? I don't know her name off the top of my head. I know uh, Fightful Select's done a great job with this. The Wall Street Journal's done a great job. So She's not like a wrestler, though? No. Oh. She had a job within the company. She was going to yeah, report it. And then she basically got a raise, and then it got a little murky after that. Hopefully, that's the best way to describe what's happened. Some would ask about only three million. Someone ask about the relationship between Vince and his wife Linda McMahon, who was a former member of the presidential cabinet in 2016 and 2020, ran for office. Allegedly, they've been broken up for years. Like they don't. This is one of these like they're married but they're not together situations, as reports are saying. Long story short, Vince McMahon is being investigated. They dodged the Me Too movement, canceled culture and everything else. And if you go through the WWE and WWF's past, yikes. There's a lot of things that could have got canceled over. But Nick Khan, who is the super agent, as I like to say, Ari Gold on steroids, joined the WWE. <laughs> and Vince McMahon <laughs> in character. Lebec, he was in character last night. Hyped up. Mr. McMahon comes to SmackDown tonight. I was like, what the hell? McMahon's getting investigated. He's going to show up on Fox to talk about it. So McMahon shows up last night on SmackDown and basically says, like our saying says, then, now, forever, and most importantly, together. Welcome to SmackDown. And then <laughs> drops the mic. And that's where we stand now. That I'm trying to find McMahon a picture of this did one. That. I want to like I want to know who's worth three million dollars to not to not talk. Do you think Vince McMahon will ever be done with the WWE? Like I, I feel like he has dodged so many from the steroid era to this to like I, I just it's hard for me to ever see the WWE without Vince McMahon. Well, would While you he's alive? I should. This, I don't think that's possible because would you ever mentally be able to to separate them? Because he is he he is the WWE. He was the announcer for years. We didn't realize how big of, of, of a thing he really was. If you didn't like, you know, do any research. Uh, I'm just like I said, I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm trying to find out what this chick looks like. Um, I, it always amazes me like who these guys cheat with because they're never. It's almost never like this like just knockout. It's almost always like just some rando that would just happen to be available. Nobody's gonna go after her though. Taking three million to. Uh, you know, not talk about a relationship. So obviously she was going to talk about the relationship. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm always mesmerized by that. But like the Vince McMahon and WWE will always be the same thing. I, I can't like you know how I hate the one day contracts, right? So Jerry Rice doesn't need to sign a one day contract with 49ers. 49er, you know, like I don't care that he played in, in Oakland or whatever. Vince McMahon is never going to need to sign a one day contract with the WWE. That's his baby. I know it's a publicly traded company now, so there's a board and he's this much and he's not that and whatever. He owns the WWE. That's it. That's all there is to it. I have a theory. I know you love a good conspiracy theory. So I'm going to drop this. I'm convinced one person's behind it all. So you just laid out, right? Like Shane McMahon was gone in January because of allegedly reports said how he acted during the Royal It was Rumble. me, Austin. It was me all along. Uh, Stephanie was gone in April. Triple H, who was Vince McMahon's son-in-law, has been having his role reduced. Some have pointed to that to being health scenarios that's happened. So you're telling me Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H are all gone. And now Vince is being investigated. Well, it all goes – and Stephanie's now back, right. But it all goes back to Nick Khan. Like, I'm, I'm bringing up Nick Khan again because, again, for those who don't know, CAA, think Ari Gold in real life. This guy was running the most powerful – sports talent agency so anybody i'm telling you anybody you see on espn more than likely was wrapped by caa like mm. everybody from max kellerman to darren Ravel, like anybody so if you're wondering why people, shot through the nba too like yes he did yeah. yeah so if you're wondering like why aren't more reports basically blasting nick Khan, or why aren't more talking heads blasting nick Khan? because they probably got paid by nick Khan. right nick Khan's probably like Hey, remember that million dollar contract I gave you and became more popular? Yeah, that's because of me. And they're like, right. I'm not taking a shot at Nick Khan. This guy is, I want a 30 for 30 on this guy. Because this guy seems like he's on the way to destroy the McMahons and make him the boss. This is Game of Thrones stuff, Levesque, that this Khan guy is up to. And I want it all. And you know what? The best part about him, unlike Ari Gold, where Ari Gold was like in the front, I'm talking like the character from Entourage, not Ari Emanuel. Right that Nick Khan, no one knows who the hell he is. He's done like right. one interview in like 10 years with Helwani because Helwani was one of his clients. So. Well, and every time you say his name, all I think of is the ownership of AEW. But Tony he's not Khan, related right? to them. Yes. Yeah, nope. he's not related to them at all. So it's weird. It's just a very weird thing. Um, hmm. I, I'm with you. I think Vince McMahon yeah. never leaves. He no matter what, as long as he's alive, he will be the face of the WWE. I guarantee you that when this came out, stocks went down too. I mean, all stocks are going sure. down right now. But, like, when Vince is strong, the WWE is strong, and vice versa. So, like, like the WWE stocks went down because the XFL folded, because that made Vince look weak. So, this is – people are always going to associate the two. Always, always, always. Unless, unless you know, Stephanie comes in there and, and it's clear she's running it. But you're not going to be able to convince me that since he's still there in, like, an advisory role or whatever the hell it is, he's not still telling her what to do, you know. All right, Stephanie, go ahead and run the WWE. As long as you run it exactly how I tell you to. Toots. Make, make Roman look strong. I got an idea. Roman and Lesnar. That'll get him. SummerSlam. It it, that's one of the ones, too. Like, you talk about cancel culture, and like, I can't believe they haven't gone after him more. Like, wrestling's one of those places where it should be okay. You know what I mean? Like, not to, obviously, not the stuff, the real stuff behind the scenes, but like, for. Oh wow, that's a really hot chicken spandex, and I'm gonna mention that she's really freaking hot. And they're like, what? Oh, but she's so talented. Yeah, it's, you know, so Shawn Michaels. But if Shawn Michaels looked like me, he would not be, you know, the heartbreak kid. He'd be the right. the he'd be the heart attack kid. You know, it's what like it's you got it. They're supposed to be good looking people. They're actors and actresses. 
and I know it's real to get hurt, but it's real to me, damn it. Um, but like, it should be one of the places where it's okay. Like, it's just like, cause don't go to that club. Like, don't tune in if you don't want to see that. Oh, this is sexist, and I can't believe it. Why are you watching? Get out of There's here. A, yeah, exactly right. There's a little bit of an umbrella where it's like, you know this is entertainment, right? Like, do you want to yeah. cancel movies? Like, do you want right. to cancel the Avengers because right. you don't like how it went down? Do you want to cancel, like, uh, any actor that plays a villain? Like, yes. oh, I hate that guy. Let's cancel. It is yes. an umbrella entertainment. People want to do all totally that. Right. Yep. People want to do all that. They mm-hmm. want to do all that. It's so stupid. It's like... Like, oh, I hate golf. I'm so pissed off it's on TV. You got 70 billion channels and streaming companies and everything. <laughs> like, just shut your damn mouth. Don't watch that. Watch something else. Like our show, people used to like, that's the one thing like with radio. The like I think every job, there's like a question that probably sets you off. Like, like if you're a doctor and you go to a party, hey, what does this look like? Like, don't don't do that to the freaking like like you guys off. Like, whatever. Lady's not working that day. Whatever. With us. Radio is the one where people have no qualms telling you they don't like you or don't or don't listen to you. Like you, like you'd be meeting somebody. I, I I used to get this all the time. I used to have right in front of you. I was like, wow, you're actually I kind of like you. I thought you were kind of a dick, and I never listened to your show because of you. But you're all right. And it's like, oh, thanks, thanks. Uh, by the way, <laughs> my kid's not going to eat because you, dick. Uh, but don't tell me about it. <laughs> Why tell me? Just be like, I I like the people who are like. You know what? I'll give the show another chance because I met you and you're not a piece of shit. But like not the ones who are like, ah, you know, I'll never listen to that show because you're crap, but you're not a bad guy. I know I've said this on a weekend show before. My favorite one is all time. The guy came up to me and said, Hey, you're not that ugly. Yo, fat. I used to get the fat all the time. You're not that's that the one you got? Okay, yeah. you got that. You got ugly? I'm not that ugly. I'm like, I can hear you. Like, you're not talking to your radio, man. I'm I'm right here in front of you. I can hear you saying that. Well, we used to make such a big deal of it on GNA. It was like a running joke. That we'd go do events, and at least one event, I'd get a woman who calls me and be like, "You're not fat." I'm like, and I look at her. She, well, not that fat. <laughs> like it was nonstop. It was all the time. It was all the time. It doesn't happen anymore. I'm actually that fat now, so it's all right. The audio audience that uh listens to the podcast the day after, they're like, "Yeah, I'll get you guys in like four or five days." And I think for somebody, it's like, "Okay, like that's just what the podcast is." Like they will listen like, days later. Yeah. Four five yeah, days later, I don't get any of that. Like I can't do, like like we used to. I used to tax you, like interns, producers, with any conversation we had on the show that was it's quote evergreen, right? So like an evergreen tree is always green. So is it something that you could listen to a month from now, a week from now, a year from now, and it's still good? I can't hear it mentally. Like I can only talk about what's happening right now. I'm not that guy who's like. Here's an open conversation that may or may not be useful in the in the future. Like, but they happen. But yeah, I could never. Like, I'm yeah. I'm in the now. So this whole the, podcast thing is weird to me. The reason I even bring it up is because, like you mentioned, like the difference in a radio show and a podcast. And somebody will be like, the, it's the most insulting thing in a podcast would be like, yeah, I'll get to you guys. I got like three other podcasts I'm going to do first before I get to you. Like, right. I'll be like, hey. Hey, why am I fit? Oh, it's like a grocery store. Like, we're going to get to aisle 11 here in a second. I got to get some fruits. I got to get some vegetables. I got to, okay, all right. Like, that's, that, I guess to the radio comparison, be like, look, I listen to you guys at like 5.15. I got a bunch of other stuff I got to do right. before then. Okay. I, I mean, I guess you're listening. So thank you. Just like, but you're conditioned you your conditioned for that too. Order. Like, yes. you're conditioned because you learn how the ratings work and it's like quarter yeah. hours and this and that and the other thing and whatever. Where this, it's like, I don't know. Like, I still... Like, hey guys, how are we doing? Good. 
all right, well, what does that mean? Like how many people, uh, this and that and what I'm like, I still don't understand what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> no, well, more people actually like, we're almost to monetize and this. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Whatever. I'm never going to see that money for you. <laughs> you'll, you'll keep it. You'll give it your to the checks rest on of the way. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Checks in the mail. I know. I get it. What's your um, address again? <laughs> almost said it. Um, <laughs> guys, guys, what game, if you could be on any game show, Real or even fictitious ones you've seen, like movies or whatever. What game show would you would you like? I really, I'm I'm dying to be on that one. I got to be on that game show. Game show, you know. I would I would go with, you know, I yeah. Prices are right. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. I'm kidding. Yeah. Right now, wife. I will give the wife the prices right. I will do. Let's make a deal. I want to say Sports Jeopardy, but that's too specific and it's not on anymore. So I would go. Let's make a deal because I feel like I could crush that show. I always wanted Jeopardy, but I feel like I don't have the trivia mind I did even a year ago. Um, I I liked uh, Deal or No Deal. I thought I could Ooh. crush. I would have a blast on Deal or No Deal. I, or there's that one, The Wall, that LeBron was the producer of. Like yeah. any of those ones. You mean um, Plinko? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, Dodgeball Plinko. Um, like any of those, any of those. I noticed you didn't say Squid Games. They're casting the second season of Squid Games, and I think they're making it a actual, like, real people will compete. I'm assuming they're not going to die in real life, but, like, like, how do you know? Like, nobody knew they were going to die in the show. Can you imagine if you're like, oh, it's, it's, it's really cool. I love that. I'll do the little sugar honeycomb freaking umbrella crap. Well, that's great. It'll be fine, and then I'll just get you know I get kicked off the show if I lose. It's not like I really die. But what if they really do kill you? Because it's a weird world. Like maybe they send you over to. It's like this week in the in between the live golf tour in Saudi Arabia, we're gonna actually kill people in the Squid Games. Like what? Like I wouldn't sign up for that damn game. I'm gonna watch. I can't wait to see. Would you do it? No, of course not. And you know what? I'm frightened because I want to know the number of people just signed up. Well, yeah, I could, I could die, but I get a lot of views on it, right? I get a lot of followers after I'm dead. I'm, I'm frightened by the casting of this. I'm like concerned by human culture about what this can be. What is it? I think it's 436 people or whatever the hell the thing is because it's like a million, four something million. Like if if 400 castmates actually get in, you know it's going to be a billion people trying to get into this damn show. You know it. <laughs> And I'm like, and again, I'm curious about it, but I just don't trust the universe enough to actually put myself into a game that's at least based on killing your, like getting killed for no! not playing the game. And is that a hot take now? Look, I don't want to play on a game show I might die on. We have to defend our case <laughs> now. <laughs> Look at all these other people that said we're wrong, Levesque. Yeah, I mean, dude, I I saw that. I was like, wait, you're legit casting? Like, like, like what is it? The wheel of when the wheel of fortune crew. Rolls into Saratoga and does that, and like, wait, so is that what we're doing? Like, what's the testing process for that? Like, is it you just like, all right, he's broke, he's in, or is it do you just want to slap me and see if I take it? Like, what's the what's the casting look like for Squid Games, the real life version? And more importantly, if I could give you four hundred plus people to put on that game show, who would you put there? I've got a list. They're on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make, make the world a better place in one one season of Squid Games. I can I can help you out. Oh, what a horrible sight! That's the worst that people come out. Good. I want your list submitted to Zuckerberg. Be like, this is the cast. These <laughs> four hundred people. I'll save you guys a bunch of time. This is the, this is it right here. Can you imagine Zuckerberg's such a weird dude. I bet you he has a list. 
Like you post enough crappy stuff. He just has a list. He's like, all right, Jeff Levac, that's another. I don't understand your political leanings at all. You think it's funny to make fun of all of them. I'm like, oh, there you get it. So I'm going to put you, you're in my Facebook squid games. When I get, when, it, when, when the government finally leaves me alone again, I'm coming for you. And all of us just wake up in a frigging dorm room playing Red Rover, Red Rover. Live camera. Yeah. On Dodge, dodgeball on scooters trying to kill each other. It'd be great. This is how Netflix improves those stocks. We're going live this time. We're going to put the sponsors <laughs> on the screen. Watch how fast that 75% drop will kick back up when Squid Games is live for season two. And and we don't have to pay half the cash because they'll be dead. So it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. We just do a little, a little, you know, get an oven going. Good to go. Perfect business model. Oh, my God. Yeah, it freaked <laughs> me out when I saw that. Uh, a little Q&A? No, I'm done. I don't want to You're do any questions. That's a good way to end the show. All right. I, well, I want to like I was just a couple comments that right, I saw fine. come through real quick. Um, a lot of WWE, and we already covered all that. Uh, Cam says he's doing good. He's here at the next home game. That's good. Foot's oh, doing good. well. He said that makes me happy. Um, let me see. Tommy Gross, will there be anyone at uh, next Sunday's game from the 2019 team? Well, I'm I'm fairly certain uh, Jay Rich will be there. Uh, Do you say? Yeah, C say I feel like he might show up. All right, maybe guys. Um, Benny Ice Life, which I don't know if that's also Ben Nelson. When we drop in the 2022 banner, well, hopefully in 2023. Um, uh, but I, I don't, I don't, I'm not confident enough in anything in my life. Good to question, touch the Benny. Money. Yeah, I'm not touching you the mid season, really throw off the other teams in the league. Um, how about this one? Ben Nelson firing in today. I told Ben I want to have Benny, uh, Benny Wednesday on the show. Uh, like helping out. Um, I think Vince actually owns AEW and WWE and is behind it. All people like competition. Will you stop, Ben? My goodness. It's a radar comment. That's what I'm going to start doing now. But I don't like your comments when you call your radar. Well, you know, the, the thing is, like, obviously, it's better for the product if there is another worthy product. I mean, the the most successful time of wrestling that I can remember is the Monday Night Wars, you know, Raw versus Nitro. But when Vince did own them all, it fell apart because he tried to do the same storyline. It didn't work. So, no, he does not. Shad Khan, one of the richest men alive. Tony Khan, one of the richest kids, brats or whatever. Weird, dude. They own that. That's them. Did you see I'm my so- boy Bobby Fish going toe-to-toe with Sting the other night? Huh? I did see that. That's awesome, man. That's like a retirement. They're like, you wrestle Sting. And you're like, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I think I'm done with wrestling. I wrestled Sting. I wrestled in the WWF. I'm yeah. making. I'm. I'll retire. I'll call it. A uh, yeah. I'm done with Sting I need. and uh, Darby. What's his nuts? Tried to break my ankle. I'm good. I'm out of here. I'm <laughs> done. Allen. Oh yeah. Hey, I don't like that kid. It's. I don't know if I'm into him either. I don't know if it's like a. I don't know if he's like really popular with young. Like I'm talking like seven to twelve year olds where they think like, wow, this guy is really small and takes the punishment. This could be me. Yeah. But I just feel like there's the suspense of disbelief. It's like this guy's getting his ass kicked. Like he, yeah. he's like a jobber. Like just just pin him. This is right. I don't get his whole thing. Yeah, I'm with you. On it's like if the album. Jackass crew really wrestled. It's just like how bad can I hurt? Yes. Like how bad can I get hurt? Like he's he's not gonna last long. He's gonna be he's gonna make Jeff Hardy look like like he's never seen a pain pill at some point because you just can't do the things he does to himself. <laughs> but that's that. All right, uh, good luck uh, to to the guys tonight. The uh, Carolina Cobras hosting our beloved Albany Empire. And uh, a lot of people asking why no viewing party this week. It was difficult to to get 
to go to somebody and say, Hey, give me half your restaurant on a Saturday night when I don't have, <laughs> you know what I mean, like I just, it just didn't feel it. Like, so we're all going to watch on YouTube. Maybe I'll do some, I'll, I'll tweet out. I'll do some live tweets while, while the game's going on or something. If, and that way you can tell me how dumb I am on there or whatever. I'd like it. Go empire tonight. Also one other big shout out, Abraham Nova capital region zone. LeVac, you and I watched him yeah. fight way back when from Atlanta, when he was on, he's fighting on ESPN tonight in Madison Square Garden. So shout out to Abraham Nova. Hopefully he does well and gets a win for the Capital Region tonight. All right, man. Well, uh, in, uh, enjoy your time with the rents. Tell the parents I said hi. Tell your uh, tell your wife and my kids I said hi as well. Happy Father's.